we need to eliminate the negative self-talk and an environment that's easy to get stuck in sometimes can be the negative self-talk. And there's so much negativity in the world. And if you don't actively work to shift your focus, to shift your thoughts and your mind, that negativity will. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off with Capella University's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success imagine your future differently at capella.edu This is something I'm extremely excited about because it's something I've been practicing pretty much my entire life without actually knowing I was practicing the law of attraction. And I'm gonna be talking about a lot of different ways that you can implement this if it actually works in every area of your life, habits you can put into your life as well throughout this entire video. But the law of attraction has been a huge part of my success and growth in multiple areas of my personal life. And I wanna dive into what the law of attraction means and break down the different ways that you can use it to manifest your dreams and achieve anything you want in your life. But the biggest message I wanna get across when it comes to the law of attraction is that it requires effort. It requires some type of action. That's why in the word attraction, you see action in the word. You don't just get to write down something on a piece of paper or have a vision board or you know, map something out or cut out photos and, and look at it in front of you every single day or write down things on a piece of paper and think hard about it for a few minutes and then expect everything in your life to change and to be this magnet of opportunities, to have every one that you want in your life attracted to you, money, good health, opportunities with your career. It's not gonna happen overnight like that. And I wish it did, but it's not that easy. So there are some beliefs and actions that we need to take place in order for it to work and that's what we're going to do by diving into today so the first thing you want to think about is switching from negativity to positivity so many people get caught up in focusing on what they don't want to happen in their future and i want to talk about this a little bit towards the end of this video on how to focus on 
some of the negative things that could happen, but really focusing on the positive for the main part of your life. We'll talk about that towards the end because this is an important distinction. But they start living almost in constant fear of what could go wrong and what won't work out. And when we come from this place of, well, I don't know if I put myself out there, you know, it's not going to work out and then I'm going to get made fun of and then people, I'm going to be embarrassed and then I'm going to be stressed and no one's going to love me. And then we go in this rabbit hole and this kind of cycle of fear and anxiety and that is not how you attract good things in your life. You can't start from your way of being of negativity and fear and expect to attract beautiful things in your life. So we, we need to eliminate the negative self-talk and an environment that's easy to get stuck in sometimes can be the negative self-talk. And there's so much negativity in the world and if you don't actively work to shift your focus, to shift your thoughts and your mind, that negativity will consume you. And that's where the law of attraction comes in. Now, for me, it's about focusing less on what I don't want to happen in the future and actually focus on what I do want. And again, I think a lot of people focus on what they don't want too much. And you start to attract the things you're thinking about. I don't want this, I don't want that. Those things start to come to you. You start to see them. It's like the old example of someone says, you know, don't think of a pink elephant. You start to see it and you start to imagine it. If you say, well, I don't want to be poor, you start to feel it and you start to imagine it and you start to have anxiety around it. So you want to really think about the positive things in your life. You want to think about what do I want to attract? Who do I want to become? What do I want to overcome? So for example, if you're becoming a negative person, you're more likely to attract more negative people rather than positive ones because positive people won't want to be around you. You know, negativity keeps company and so does positivity. When you start to see other positive people that are like you, you say, I want to hang out with those people. Those people are going to continue to lift me up. I can lift them up. It's a good cycle. But the negative stuff you start to attract, when you talk about gossip and you talk about bad news and you talk about comparison and judgment and anxiety and stress, that feeds in a community of other people that speak in the same language. So you want to shift your language and start thinking more positively. And if you feel like you aren't deserving of a loving relationship, a loving partner, you're most likely going to attract the wrong type of people in your life. And if you're focusing on how much money you don't have in your life right now or how your business could fail, you're not going to be able to focus your energy on the right clients or the products that will take your business to the next level, or the skills you need to develop to help you grow. Now your thoughts dictate your actions and where your energy goes. So you wanna be thinking about what can I do to replace these negative thoughts, the anxiousness or the fear? How can I replace it so my energy can go in a more positive direction? And again, where you put your energy into is what you attract. So if you're thinking negative thoughts all day long, you're probably going to attract that. If you're thinking gratitude and positive thoughts, you'll start to see that show up differently. So how can we put the law of attraction into practice? Now let's go back to our examples and apply a new way of thinking. If you're caught in thinking negatively about the world and about yourself, this is so important, what would change inside of you if you looked around and you wrote down five things that you're grateful for about the world. Now this, for me, is part of the secret to the law of attraction. It's the foundation is gratitude. It's your way of being must be grateful in order to attract new things. There's so many things in my life that I should not have attracted. 
because I didn't have the skills, because I didn't have the tools, because I didn't have the education, because I didn't have the money, because I didn't have the resources. So many things that I shouldn't have attracted, but because I had the foundation of gratitude, passion, joy, curiosity, those things started to come to me and they can come to you as well if you come from that place of gratitude as your foundation. So you wanna think about what are these things that are important to me in my life? You know, It can be simple things. It could be like this cup of coffee that I have right now. It can be that I have a roof over my head, that I've got quality friends, that I'm healthy. You know, that I'm walking in nature today. It doesn't have to be some grandiose thing that's happened to you to be grateful for. I'm so grateful for these little present moments with people that I care about, to spend an hour on the beach, to go for a walk with a friend, to have a good conversation with someone and talk about something that I'm going through. For me, that's just as meaningful. The moments in between the big moments are just as meaningful. So write down these things or think about these things. This is something I embed in my daily life. When I wake up, I think about what I'm grateful for. When I go to sleep, I, I think about and reflect on the things I'm grateful for from that day. And it's just my way of being for as much as I can. Now, I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, and there's some times I'm negative, but it's something that I try to really focus on as much as possible. So instead of saying that you're not enough, that you don't deserve success. What if you looked in the mirror on a daily basis? I dare you to look in the mirror on a daily basis and say, I am enough and I do deserve the results that I wanna create in my life because I show up, because I'm consistent, because I work hard, because I care about my work. If you looked in the mirror and you did this consistently for 30 days and you actually use the word action in attraction and you put it into practice on a daily basis towards that growth, I'd be amazed to see what you attract and what you manifest in your life. Or if you felt like you weren't deserving of a loving partner and just kept focusing on the wrong people, what if you said, you know what, I am deserving of a loving partner because I care deeply about those around me and I'm worthy of feeling deeply cared about myself. And what if you started to change your thoughts and behaviors around yourself and say, I'm not gonna keep doing the things that I've always done. I'm gonna start showing up differently and love myself, and not needing someone else to love me who maybe isn't in the right mindset. And start distancing yourself from those typical patterns that you've had in the past and love yourself first and see what you attract from that loving, grateful place with yourself. Or if you are in a tough financial spot, maybe you're struggling financially and you've been trying to start a business or a side hustle. I've been there, I know what this feels like, it's not fun. For a long time, I was living on my sister's couch and I didn't have much money. It was really stressful. I remember this feeling of being stuck, feeling like I was never going to make any money. And when I was focusing on that feeling of I'm never gonna make this money, I feel stuck, I feel trapped, when's this gonna happen, feeling this anxiousness, this stress around it, it was really impossible for me to think of creative ideas. It was impossible for me to take action because I was living in the stress as opposed to the gratitude for what I was having in that moment. I should have been focusing on, you know what, my sister is allowing me to stay here for free so I have some time to learn a new skill. I made $100 this day. I should be grateful for that. Not a focusing on what I'm lacking or what I don't have, but what I am creating on a daily basis. And I started to ask different questions around this time, like how can I be of service to other people? How can I add as much value to someone else? Or what are my top skill sets that I can use to my advantage that no one else has? Like, what do I have? I started writing a list of all these different skills that I had 
even when I didn't think I had many skills, I still wrote down a list of the qualities I have of the skills from the past that maybe I could apply to right now. And when I began asking those types of questions, I started attracting the people who needed my skill sets and services. And I finally started to make more money than ever before because I was thinking about serving others. I was thinking from a positive, grateful standpoint about helping others and starting a side hustle which turned into a business instead of thinking negatively about not having any money or I'm sleeping on my sister's couch and why is it taking me so long to create this and I'll never make anything from this situation, I started focusing on how can I add value, as much value as possible to this one person in front of me right now. How can I serve them? How can I create for them? How can I connect someone to them that could help them? What can I do to add value and help someone else achieve their goals? Because I think as Zig Ziglar said, if you want to accomplish all of your goals, help other people accomplish their goals. And that's what I started focusing on. Not what I'm lacking, but how can I give and how can I add value to other people? When you focus outward on service, you start to really attract some incredible things in your life. It's unbelievable the ripple effect, the domino effect, one person helping another person, how it comes back around to you. And if you've ever felt this for yourself, leave a comment below of this feeling you've had when you started adding more and more value, getting out of the negative situation inside your mind and in your body, focusing outward on helping others. It's incredible the things you can start to attract and manifest in your life. So we want to talk about practice for reflecting on your life. And I want you to look at your relationships, your health, your business, and the key areas of your life that are meaningful to you. And ask yourself these questions. Who are you spending too much energy on? Think about this right now. Who are you spending too much energy on in your life? Literally, you can write this down or you can just think like, who are the three to four people in my life that I'm spending too much time on that maybe I don't need to be spending this time on these individuals? What aspects of your health are hurting you because your energy is spent on things that don't support you, that don't give you more energy? For your business, what tasks or projects are taking up so much time that are stressing you out without much reward? Whether personal joy, whether it be actual financial reward or moving a project forward, what are those tasks that you're in control, freak mindset, doing too much of it, spending hours on something that you don't need to be doing? Start assessing these different areas of your life and think about what can I really let go of in this place to start attracting more. You know, energy is everything when you're thinking about a law of attraction. And you need to be coming from a, a positive, grateful, abundant feeling in order to start creating more of that. You can't come from a feeling of lack, of scarcity, of not enough, of I don't love myself. If you don't love yourself, you're saying to the world, to the universe, to other people, why would I work with you? Why do I want to connect with you? Why do I want to be in love with you if you don't love yourself? So you've got to start shifting that way of thinking, the way of feeling, the way of being in order to really show up energetically around other people. One of my early mentors told me, the world makes room for passionate people. Think about it. If you are slunched over every single day like this, lacking confidence, stressed, anxious, you, d you know, depressed, and you're unable to get out of your own way because you're constantly thinking about how much you don't love yourself. I've been there. I know this feeling. If you're in that state, people aren't attracted to that. They're attracted to someone who is humble yet confident at the same time in their abilities. Someone who cares and can look other people in the eye. Someone who's got a big heart and opens up and is, and is willing to receive 
information, not someone who's slouched over and has, you know, a middle finger up to the world. They want people who are open, who are willing, who are down to try things, who are passionate, at least passionate about the thing they care about. And when you show you're passionate about something, people are attracted to energy that is passionate, that is grateful, that is fun, that is loving, that is expressive, that is creative, that is expansive. They're not attracted to people who are closed off and guarded. That is not attractive. That is not sexy in any part of life, in relationship, health, business. You're not going to attract people from that place. So we're working to reprogram your mind and break the patterns that have been leading your life because I've been there in so many different areas of my life for many different years that have held me back. And some I've been confident in certain areas and others I've lacked confidence. And this is a process and this is a journey and it's not going to happen overnight. But we want to identify where your energy is going and focus on where is that energy and effort leading you and helping you. And as the author of The Secret, Rhonda Byrne told me in our interview last year, she said, when you start noticing a damaging pattern, you can replace it with a new one. But you need to identify what the patterns are. I think sometimes we get, we just aren't even aware. It's just a pattern that's running. It's something that's happening. Maybe it's been happening for months or years or decades. We're not even aware. It's just become our identity. So when you identify the negative identity patterns that are holding you back, that's the first step. And you can start to really shift and replace it with a new identity, a new pattern that you can implement. And you want to think about the people in your life. Now, are the people you spend your time with giving you energy or are they draining you of your energy? And this is also, you know, a side note, just because someone maybe doesn't agree with you or has different beliefs or you know, makes you feel reactive doesn't mean that they're, all, they're always this toxic person. You get to figure out how you can respond to people because not everyone's going to be a perfect human being around you all day long. You've got to learn how to respond and let go of the triggers that have been holding you back. It's usually never about the other person. It's always about why is this hurting me? Why is this affecting me? Yes, if someone's being nasty towards you and, and saying mean things to you and deliberately and intentionally trying to hurt you, that is not okay. But sometimes it's just a misinterpretation. Sometimes it's a miscommunication and we get so triggered. I know because this used to be me. We get so triggered and so angry. We hold on to this. That doesn't help you. It's typically never about the other person. It's usually always about the thing we need to let go of and heal in our past so that we can be less reactive to life's daily interactions. So you want to think about, you know, who are those people that maybe uh, maybe they are draining you or maybe you need to figure out how to let go of your reactions. And if you're wanting to manifest loving relationships around you, you want to start thinking about, you know, who are the people that are really supporting me and those that aren't. And are you keeping people around because you don't want them to, to leave your side or, or are you keeping them around because they're actually adding value and you're contributing to adding value in their life as well? And if you were trying to put out in the world that you do want loving relationships around you, then, then bring the joy that you want to create. And if the people currently around you don't fall into that desire, then it's time to let them go. Or just distance yourself. You don't have to say, I'm cutting you out of my life forever. But start to distance yourself to create time and space for more abundance of love in your life. And for your health. Think about your health. You know, how many of us 
feel like we are at a 10 and a 10 in our health, that we are optimal living with our bodies, our mental and emotional health. And the beliefs we hold about our bodies and health really can affect us. How we think about it can make us either sick or healthier. This is something that I've seen for myself and I've seen so many people around the world. The fear of sickness and disease sometimes manifests in the body um, faster than actually getting something physically in the body that would manifest. And I've spoken to many different health experts, scientists, spiritual leaders on the podcast who share how much impact the mind has over the body. And we live in a world where it's easy to get caught up in the negative thinking about our body, shaming our body, my body's not enough, I've got too much fat here, I'm not big enough here, I'm, not, I'm too skinny, whatever it is, the, the, the shame, the judgment, the comparison, that will consume you and it'll hold you back from attracting what you want. For example, you don't want people to see you in a swimsuit because you're not happy with your body. And that can make you self-conscious, it can make you feel depressed, which makes it harder to take action in the effort of attraction. So if we're constantly crippled by this fear or judgment or insecurity or shame, we're not gonna take the action to help us attract and become a magnet for what we want in our life, the magnet of abundance, of love, of of wealth, of, of health, of good friends, of opportunities, of creation. We're not gonna be the magnet. So what if you focused on your desire to want to work out more, to eat better, to love yourself for where you are in your journey? What if you focused on that instead? And if you only focused on those pillars and not what others might think about you or how you look compared to someone else? So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game. 
or when you're hiring for your business and you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. With ZipRecruiter, you can find qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I believe finding the right team member is one of the most important steps in setting up my company for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help when we want to grow the team fast. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What if you did that? and focused on the day-to-day moments and the journey as opposed to where you are compared to someone else, then all of that is outside of you. And when you're putting your energy into thinking about insecurities or lack or stress or comparison, the opinions of others and the embarrassment of someone's gonna laugh at me because I don't look as good, it doesn't allow you to put energy into bettering yourself. Now this is not easy if we've never learned how to do this. This is not something that comes natural to most people if you've never learned how to do this. This is a practice. This is something that you're gonna wanna form a a new habit and try and consistently show up for every day if possible to support you in the different areas of your life that you wanna attract more abundance in. With your business, how much energy are you putting into the fears of running out of money, scarcity, not having enough, of having a product that nobody will want and comparing yourself to the other competitors and constantly competing in comparison, as opposed to serving. How can I just serve the clients that I have? How can I, how can I add more value to them and let the results speak for themselves? And how can I constantly show up and be better uh, as a leader and develop new skills so that I can attract new clients, so I can effectively have more confidence when I'm reaching out to prospects, so I can create more consistent content on social media, whatever it is you're trying to do. But if all of your energy is spent on, on the opposite, the stress of not having enough, of trying to sell and going broke and going out of business. It's keeping you from attracting more customers. It's keeping you from innovating your product and focusing on how you're able to serve more people and serve the world. So again, it all stems from this way of being. My way of being gets to be abundance. If I want to manifest the law of attraction in my life, it gets to be gratitude, joy, passion, Uh, It gets to be self-love because you attract more from those places. But if you're coming from a place of negativity, of resentment, of anger, of fear, of stress, of I'm not good enough, why would people want to come to something or someone that doesn't feel good enough? Why would something great be attracted to something that says, I don't love myself? You got to think about this. When you can come from a place of, I love myself, I love the journey I'm on. Maybe I'm not where I want to be, but I love where I'm at right now. And every day I'm working towards the improvement of myself. I did this step that I said I was going to do. I was consistent when I said I was going to show up five days a week with my health or these action steps. It's you following through on your commitments to yourself, which will attract more goodness in your life. It's when you're constantly breaking your word is when you doubt your own self because you're not being in integrity with yourself. So here's the tricky part that will take time to work through, yet it's so important for your growth. Where we direct our energy and focus is often related to beliefs we hold about ourselves and the world. Now those beliefs can be traced back 
as early as our childhood, obviously from the different events that we go through in our childhood. And Rhonda Burns' advice for this is start to listen to yourself and look at the things that you have really strong opinions about. Where you have a really strong opinion is a belief that's underneath that. You can dissolve those beliefs and feel free. Every time you're able to drop the phrase, I believe from something, you feel completely free. It's amazing to feel light as a feather and actually feel invincible. Doubt and uncertainty play a big part in most people's lives. And those two things can be paralyzing. So just imagine living life with zero uncertainty. And when we understand and work through our beliefs that don't serve us any, anymore, and we can start to change our thinking to, well, what do I want for my life? That's when we can begin taking actions to help us achieve it. And that's what this is all about. So I want to share a few ways that I've used the law of attraction in my life. And I want to talk about some of the habits we're going to go into here in just a moment as well. But for me, I've used the law of attraction to really manifest different accomplishments and new experiences in, my, in, in just about every area of my life. And health has always been important to me, but that doesn't mean it's always been easy. And I use strategies, I use structure, and I use accountability to help me be consistent with my health. Because it's one thing to just think, you know what, I want to help a healthy body, I want to be stronger, I want to be faster, I want to be more athletic, I want to accomplish my athletic goals. It's one thing to say that, to visualize it, which is something that I do, which is part of the law of attraction. But man, especially if you've got a busy life, if you've got responsibilities, if you've got kids, if you've got work, if you've got, there's only so much time to really attract the things you want and take action on those things on a daily basis. So I'm a big believer in creating structure in your life, in scheduling the most important things for you on a daily basis, on creating goals for yourself, and having a coach, an accountability buddy, someone you hire that shows up for you. So in my health, that's what I do. I've got you know, a, a boxing trainer to help me improve a skill there and also get a good workout. I've got a, a, a lifting trainer as well. I schedule it in. I make time. Sometimes I have to do it in the middle of the day in between stuff in my business. Sometimes it's got to be early in the morning. Sometimes it's got to be at night. It's not always this most easy, ideal way of going about it. But when you want to create more in your life, when you're trying to be a bigger leader, there's going to be more pressures and responsibilities that show up with that effort. And so it's figuring out what is the most important things to do with my time how do I schedule this in? How do I create accountability so I make sure I show up for my dreams and my goals so that when I look back three, six, 12 months of taking consistent action, things are manifesting and I'm attracting them because I'm showing up consistently. And success was always something that I dreamed of growing up, but in my early 20s, I struggled a lot from it because I wasn't really sure, like, after sports was done, I had to kind of refigure out how do I apply this into life? How do I apply this into making money, into relationships? Because for me, it was all about sports and I had the structure, I had the accountability, I had the coaches, I had the team. After that, I didn't have that. So I had to transition. I had to let go of an old identity that, that I was holding on to, this identity of being an athlete, of trying to go pro. And once that was done, I had to shed the old identity and not hold on to it. Otherwise, I would be suffering. I would be depressed. I would be in negative thinking. I'd be thinking that I wasn't enough, that no one cared about me because they only cared about the old me. 
So I had to let that go and so I could start attracting from a new space, a new identity. Another question that people like to ask me is, how did you use the law of attraction to start achieving success when starting out as well as in the current moment? So how did I achieve success starting out and also now how am I using it to accomplish what I want? Now relationships are what matter most to me. A friend and mentor and coach of mine, Chris Lee, says that the key to success in life is relationships and the key to successful relationships is vulnerability. And it's something that I truly believe in. If you want to get super connected to someone extremely fast, be vulnerable right away. And that'll open you up and that'll create that trust and relationship with that other person to be vulnerable as well. So relationships are what matter most. Health, business, life. It stems from relationships, from family, friends, finding the right partner. You know, if the relationships are in constant breakdown, your life will be in constant breakdown. It'll be hard to manifest what you want and attract the things. And I believe this area is often overlooked and people don't realize that you can really uh, create more control over the relationships you put the energy into. And it all starts from your intention. It all starts from the way you communicate. It starts with how you show up for yourself and the relationships with yourself. But the way I started to do it early on was kind of what I've been talking about already. I truly get so clear on my goals. I get very clear on what I want to attract and I think about it. I write it down. I'll create a certificate of achievement. I'll hang it on my wall. I'll put it on my phone and say, this happened. I sign it. I put the date of when it's going to happen and I really reverse engineer and say, what are the actions to attract this goal? What are the actions to attract this goal? Who do I get to become? You know, it starts from the way of being. It starts from your energy and your intention first. Then that energy goes into the action. So if you have a negative energy, but you're taking action every day, you won't attract the things you want and be fulfilled. Maybe you'll attract some certain things, but you'll still feel this negative lack of fulfillment because it wasn't coming from a place of joy, of gratitude, of appreciation, of growth, of possibilities, of, of creativity, of service. And that's when you, when you really shift from that intention and that energy from those places as opposed to, I'm doing this to prove others wrong. I'm doing this to show my parents that I could do this. I'm doing this to look good. I'm doing this because I wanna have all these awards and show it off. When you come from that place, you can accomplish what you want, but at the end of the day, are you truly gonna be fulfilled? And that's something that we've all gotta learn the hard way if we're not willing to come from joy, passion, gratitude, and service. Another question someone might ask is, how have you used the law of attraction when it comes to your friendships, business relationships, partnerships, and other relationships? At this stage of my life, I've, I've learned a lot about relationships and I have a long way to go to learn more about relationships. But I really think about in friendships, does this person think a similar way as me? Does this person on a similar path of service? Does this person have a good heart? Do I have fun with this person? Can we have cool activities together that we share and enjoy? And I think about that, you know, is there a natural flow to our friendship? Is there a give and take that we both have? Or am I the only one that gives and they take? I think about these things and I try to create alignment with friends. Okay, cool, we're on a similar journey. Maybe they're in a completely different industry or career path, but if we have a similar philosophy and way of being and energy, I like to be around positive people. So I attract friends from that same place of positivity and gratitude. In business partnerships, I think about who are the partners who will compliment me, not similar to me, but who would compliment me, 
who have other skills and assets that I don't have. And I think about what am I really talented at? How can I be a driver of this business and the skills that I have? And how can I find a complement partner who can support in the things that I'm not good at? I think about that there in relationships. I really think about a lot when it comes to more intimate relationships. And for me, it starts with the foundation of four key things. Spiritual connection, mental connection, emotional connection, and then for me also the sexual connection. But the foundation on the first three first. If you can build from that place and have a similar mindset, similar values, similar vision, that's what I really look for in more intimate relationships as well. Do we have those four foundational points in common? Are we aligned on these things? Do we have our values aligned, our vision aligned for what we want to create in a relationship? For me, that's a big part of it. So creating from that space and attracting from that space. And that means being very courageous with your words very courageous in your communication and saying, this is exactly what I'm about. This is what I'm looking to create. This is where I'm going. This is my future, what I see for myself right now. Here's my values. Speaking from a place of integrity, speaking from a place of courage to almost say, can this person hang? Can this person keep up with me? Because this is what I believe. Not hiding those things, but putting yourself out there. You'll either attract or you'll repel. And it's better to repel quickly then keep some things hidden for a year or two and realize, oh, we don't align. So be courageous with your words. Be courageous with your, your actions and your feelings towards that. Another question, how do you visualize the School of Greatness becoming a TV show? This is interesting. This must have been seven or eight years ago as well. I was traveling and doing more public speaking at that time, kind of getting started in my public speaking career. And I would go to all these different hotels around the country. And I remember when you turn on the TV in a hotel, it usually starts at channel one. And you see kind of the first eight to 12 channels right away when you scroll through the TV guide. And I remember seeing PBS is usually in the top 10 channels, uh, PBS channel. And I would always see this talk show, this, uh, this talk show with inspiring people, the host and inspiring people. And I was like, huh. And I'd watch this talk show and it would be back-to-back -back hours. Pretty much every major city I went to in the middle of the day, I'd see these back-to-back -back hours for this talk show on PBS, public television. And I said, man, my show had just gotten started at that point, the School of Greatness, and I was like, I feel like I could do this. I mean, I'm, I'm getting similar type of guests, like the conversations are just as powerful, like, huh, why couldn't I be on PBS? Why can't we create this? We already have the content. And I remember the seed was planted then. I, I saw it and I said, okay, this is something I want to create. I have no clue how to do it, but what are the steps to get, to get me there? What do I need to do? Who do I need to become? What do I need to let go of? What insecurities? What, what do I need to build in order to attract this? In order to say, PBS is going to say yes when we come to them or they're going to approach me. And seven, eight years later, we are now on public television, on PBS, around the country. And it was a process. It was a journey. It took time. It didn't happen overnight. Some things happen quickly when you start to apply the law of attraction. The bigger goals and dreams, sometimes it happens quickly, but sometimes it takes years. It really all depends on where you're at in your life. But it happened, and now we're there. And it's a beautiful experience to see, again, closing the loop from a seed that was planted six, seven, eight years ago is now happening, is now manifested, is now blossoming. 
And sometimes when we plant the seed, it doesn't grow overnight into this giant oak tree. It takes time to fertilize and build and water. And that's you developing new skills, overcoming challenges, becoming a better version of yourself. So if you want to check it out, make sure to go to lewishouse.com watch, and I'll show you where you can go on your local TV station to check out the show on public television and PBS all around the country as well. We'll have that linked up in the description below also. I want to talk about daily habits to make the law of attraction really stick. Now, we all have busy lives, like I said, and it's not easy to break old habits or create new habits when we have responsibilities of busy life and you feel overwhelmed or stressed already. But there are some daily habits that you can really introduce to start utilizing the law of attraction. And step one is to visualize what you want in your life to look like the first thing in the morning. What do you want your day to look like? How do you want to feel throughout this day? Starting with this and taking it one day at a time will eventually begin to compound. And you'll have weeks where you're becoming the type of person you really want to become and you'll see it to manifest over time. Step two is to write down your goals for the day. Now this is something that I do for my dreams in the future, that is big dreams and goals, but also what do I want to accomplish today? And doing both of those, the kind of longer, bigger dreams, but also what's the daily goal? When you do that, and once you see it in your mind and put it in paper so you can remember it, 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 it helps you revisit it to track your progress when you do this process. So really focus on writing down your goals daily and also thinking about what are my long-term goals and dreams and what am I doing to show up for them daily. Step three is to speak it out loud. Like we mentioned earlier, what if you said to yourself, I am enough? I am worthy of love. I'm going to serve my community today with my business or with my talents or my gifts. And saying these things out loud to yourself is like training your brain to actually believe it. And then when you say it and you follow through on the actions you commit to that you write down, you start to believe it even more. And step four is to reflect at the end of the day on how your day went. Thinking about your visualization in the morning, writing down your goals and the spoken affirmations tracking your progress to see how your life is changing in real time. And you can really start to see these things after a week. You implement this consistently for a week, you start to say, huh, I feel a little bit different. Mm, I got a little different result today from my friends and my family and relationships. You start to see these things happening pretty quickly. And when you do this and you track the progress, it will hold you accountable and it'll be amazing to look back on in a month from now. One of the mistakes I see most often is not getting clear about what you truly want. Now, this is, this is tough because in, a, in this time during, during our, our life, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of opportunities, a lot of things that people want to do at once. But if you're chasing so many things at once, you'll never really create and, and, and catch the one thing you want to get. People hear about manifesting and start to just say things like, well, I want more money or I want to become the most physically fit version of myself. And then they leave it at that. And if you think or speak in those general terms, then not much happens when you do that. Here's the key. The more specific you are, the more likely the actions you take and the energy you put out will help you achieve that goal. It's all about the specifics. And if you aren't clear, you'll continue to go down multiple distraction paths instead of one focused one. You'll start to see opportunity after opportunity and you'll put all your energy spread out as opposed to focused on growing in one area to start. 
So you need to really sit down and really think about this and get as clear as possible. That's why it's so important to write down your goals and be specific. Write down the dates by when. When do you want to manifest this by? When do you want to create this by? One of the biggest mistakes people make after getting super clear on their dreams is not taking any action at all. So I'm declaring, I'm going to go create this goal. It's going to happen. And then nothing happens because you can't just visualize and write down your goals and say your affirmations and look in the mirror and do this and expect all your dreams to come true. You cannot do this. I see this all the time with people sharing their big goals on social media. I'm going to lose 100 pounds by this date. I'm going to create this much of my business. And they start to speak it. They write it down. They got their vision board. And you see it all over social media and they, they never see them share any actions. After the first week, they take action. Then it gets hard. They usually don't have the other things in place, the structure, the accountability, the coaching, the support, all the things you need to really support you in consistent action, the discipline of consistent action over time. And those are the things that will support you with your goals. Now, I don't want this for you. I don't want you to just have these dreams and then them not be manifested. The practices we've spoken about help you get clear. So I don't want you to just think about this and visualize this and not get the results you want and be a magnet of attraction. The practices we've spoken about help you get clear and in the right mindset. But you have to be willing to take action for anything to actually happen. And you have to do this consistently. Consistency of it is the magnet, is what attracts people, is what creates respect, what creates trust, what creates authority, all these things in the space that you're in. So you want to think about the action that goes in with this. And one of my favorite examples of this is from my friend Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx. And before Spanx, she was selling fax machines door to door for years and feeling kind of hopeless about where she was going. So she went home and wrote in her journal that she wanted to invent a product that she could sell to millions of people. She wrote down that her biggest strength was sales. So if she had the right idea for a product, she could handle the rest. And she wrote that down. She was visualizing selling to millions of people. And then a couple years later, she came up with this concept for Spanx, which has become a billion dollar business. Now imagine if you were able to stay consistent for two years. What would happen for you? And imagine if Sarah had then given up and gone back to her old habits after a few days or a few weeks. Maybe she was excited for a little bit. She said, you know what? I'm too scared. I don't want to take the risk. I'm going to give up. I'm not going to be consistent. You know, that change didn't happen overnight, but she put these ideas on paper, visualized it, and was consistent in her action. And look what she was able to create and manifest. I am so excited for the change that you're going to be making in your life. And I actually have a free exercise all about creating your vision for your life that you can go download by going to lewishouse.com vision. Go there right now. It's free. You can download it. Again, lewishouse.com vision. It'll be in the description below as well. And if you go sign up there, you'll get an exercise immediately in your email that'll help you get clear on your vision and really start to manifest these things you want in your life. And I want you to share with me on social media or in the comments below in this video what you're going to be attracting and manifesting for yourself and how you're going to put this into practice. So write down one to three big goals you want to create for your life that you want to attract, maybe in your relationship, your your money situation, your health. What's the thing you want to attract for yourself? Leave a comment below and let me know what those things are. And I want to remind you, if no one's told you lately that you are loved, you are worthy, 
and you matter. I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a rundown of today's show with all the important links. And if you want weekly exclusive bonus episodes with me as well as ad-free listening experience, make sure to subscribe to our Greatness Plus channel on Apple Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend over on social media or text a friend. Leave us a review over on Apple Podcast and let me know what you learned over on our social media channels at Lewis House. I really love hearing the feedback from you and it helps us continue to make the show better. And if you want more inspiration from our world-class guests and content to learn how to improve the quality of your life, then make sure to sign up for the Greatness Newsletter and get it delivered right to your inbox over at greatness.com slash newsletter. And if no one has told you today, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. Yeah.